With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Palmerbet on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight-up screamer! Download our app today and enjoy straight-up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same-game multi at Palmerbet. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. How would you like to ramp up your club's game day atmosphere? Big Screen Video is giving 10 lucky sports clubs the chance to win a $10,000 grant towards their own digital scoreboard. Register now at iCanWin.com.au slash BSV. 18 away from 9 o'clock this morning. Plenty of sport going on around the world. Uh, it was great to see the Phoenix get a win yesterday across the ditch in Australia. They're doing it tough, as are the Warriors. And, of course, the Breakers. It's time to catch up with our man, Tom Abercrombie, with Court Kings. They design, build, and install basketball. Heaven, Tom, how you doing bright and early over in Australia? Morning, fellas. Yes, bright and early, but... Uh doing well and congrats to Phoenix great to see them get a win and hopefully uh, we can pick up a couple next week as well yeah I know you'd love that and I know you have a very particular um, perspective on how hard it would have been it will be for the Phoenix as well as the Warriors mate just looking just trying to run a and I'm not I'm not really good with numbers so I'm just trying my best here (laughs) last four games to my to my better judgment, it looks like you've only lost by 16 points combined or thereabouts. It's, you're, you're in these games, yep. are, you, are you sick of just just coming up short? It must be the worst feeling. Yeah, I think I mentioned to you boys last week, Like we're, we're actually playing reasonable basketball at the moment, um, you know, especially offensively. We're, we're moving the ball, we're scoring well. Uh, I think we've been up over 90 points in all those games and we've lost two of them in overtime. Um, so they've all been close games, and it's a thing like you know at, at this level it just comes down to little little things, and and for us I think um, you know we've finally got our full group together, but uh, you know that doesn't guarantee anything, and, and we're putting ourselves in positions to win, but um, you know we're just making small little errors at, at the wrong times, which uh, that's, that's all it takes at this level to to cost you between a win and a loss, and. Unfortunately, a couple of them have been in pretty cruel fashion. Um, you know, Bryce Cotton hit the buzzer beater on us down in Hobart, uh, which was a very tough shot. Um, the other overtime game against Brizzy, we probably gave that one away. But um, at least we're putting ourselves with, within a shot of winning. Uh, if we can pick things up defensively, then that will help us a bunch. Hey, Tom, so that, that, those close losses, what do, you, what do you put that down to? Like, you know, is it the the... Um, being away from home or, or the mental application or, or is it just a bit of luck not going your way? 
Yeah, I think it's a little bit of everything. Um, yeah, first and foremost, it's, it's, it's the defensive end for us. As I said, we, we've, we've scored over 90 points in every game, um, but they seem to just be turning into um, you know, shooting competitions at the moment, and whichever whichever team comes out on top, and it, it it does create a little bit of a luck factor to it. And um, you know, if we can knuckle down and try and get some stops at that end, it's going to give us a much better chance to. Um, you know, capitalise on, I guess, how we're playing at the other end. You know, if we if we can continue to move the ball and shoot the ball like we have been, but back that up with, you know, being able to string together a few stops. Um, you know, if we get some momentum and build some little leads and things like that. But, uh, you know, certainly close games like that, uh, being able to play them at home in front of a, a home crowd uh, to sort of spur you on down the stretch and things makes a massive difference as well. So, as I said, it's a, it's a bit of a combination. Hey Tom, Cameron George, the CEO of the Warriors, is um, floating the idea that, and you know, he's just putting it out there quite savagely in the media that maybe the NRL and NRL teams should look to play every Warriors game in New Zealand next year. The Warriors can't host all home games themselves because they have away games to play. But he's kind of looking to put a bit of pressure, I guess, on the NRL to make something happen for the Breakers. Yeah. In in your context, I mean. Could you ever see something like that going in the NBL? And I know the other teams and franchises have been sympathetic to your cause, but would you like to see that happen, eh? And do you think it could be a possibility for the Breakers? Could I ever see that happening? No. Would I like to see it happen? Absolutely. I think it'd be, I think it'd be awesome. But uh, I just, I, I can't see that. I can't see it happening for the for the Warriors. Unfortunately, I can't see it happening for us. Unfortunately, the reality is we're playing in Australian competitions and. Um, when push comes to shove, I don't think they'd be willing to move their their comps all the way to New Zealand uh, for an entire season. Uh, you know, hopefully there's some sort of uh, I don't know way of of giving back to you know what we've been able to give these last couple of years. Sometimes three three years, I think it's been for the Warriors and the Phoenix over here. You know, hopefully there's some reward for that. But uh, look, I'm I'm happy enough with us having a a normal season next year and being able to play uh, our normal quota of, of home games in New Zealand, uh, for me, that, that's all I need. I think that would be fantastic. And um, yeah, things are looking good at the moment, so let's keep our fingers crossed. Hey, Tom, just a, a question around this period, this three years of playing um, sport over overseas. What what have you learnt personally about yourself and what, have, what do you think the team would have learnt when you get back to New Zealand that you can transfer and... Um, you remember into before, New Zealand. It's before seven AM for him. That's deep. Well, <laughs> mate, I know, I know, I know. Tom's a deep thinker, mate. He is, but all right, have a crack. No, you're right. I am a big thinker. I've had a lot of time to think about this too because I've been by myself for six months. So, um, yeah, that's probably the biggest thing for me is just understanding the importance of your support systems and um, having a structure and routine about how you go about your business and things like that and you know for me being away from family and things for, for so long I've, I've missed obviously missed them and um, being able to be around them but it, it's more so the the routine and structure they give me and um, just being able to be there when you come back from practice have someone to, to talk to um, on the on the other hand as well it's having that familiar I guess um, home training ground where you know if things aren't going right you know you're going home you can get in the gym at whatever hour you want put some shots up to try and you know get yourself back in a routine things like that I think those um, 
those little routines have been a big one. And then the other one is just, um, I guess, understanding and remembering, you know, who you're playing for beyond your family and friends and things like that. It's it's the the people of New Zealand who we've really missed and we haven't had a chance to connect with them and um, you know, see them at home games and see them at events and travel throughout New Zealand and get to know them and get to connect with our fans as often as we want to. And uh, for some of these guys in this team, you know, they've never been to New Zealand. They don't quite understand uh, who they're representing night in, night out. And I think that makes a massive difference. That's a grab, mate. We'll play. We'll play that all year. I'm, Seriously, I'm honestly going to e- email that to every athlete and in, in New Zealand organisation that, that has to compete offshore, mate. Because you're right, and you've had a lot of. You clearly have had a lot of time to think about it. Because I don't think you could sum that up much better. Hey, um, Tom, we'll finish this with a bit of NBA. Let's 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 pep ourselves up. And you're on the home stretch, and you'll be home in no time at all, mate. So hang in there. Hey, the the, the Celtics though. Did you ever see Jason Tatum? and the Boston Celtics being able to take this leap because for two and a half months now, they have been so good and they're genuinely a title contender, I think. Yeah, they are. And, you know, to be honest, I'm I'm not completely surprised. I think they had a, a really tough start to the season. There was some bickering going on within the team and things. But, you know, oftentimes that, that can really galvanise a group and I think they got a lot of that that beef out of the way early and I think Marcus Smart was kind of at the at the heart of that. He's a guy who doesn't hold anything back and there was probably some things that needed to be said. And he's a guy that's willing to stand up and, and say it and, um, you know, they've just grown since then and, and turned into an absolute juggernaut and the way that they're playing, uh, no one wants to match with that, match up with them coming into the playoffs. So it's been been awesome to see and Tatum's an absolute superstar. So, man, watch out for those guys. What, what, what about on the flip side, uh, the Miami Heat having a bit of combustion at the exact wrong time? Did you see that situation? <laughs> Eric Spolster, like, he's been through it all. He dealt with the, the Miami Heat in that kind of very strange situation um, when, uh, the, you know, the Heat lost to the Mavs in 2011 and, and he, they went through it all. And he's now actually almost in a fight on the court with Jimmy Butler. Like, can you explain that? Have you ever seen anything like that on an NBA court? Yeah, again, I don't think it's going to affect them too much. Like, I think those guys are in a place and have built a strong enough sort of culture and camaraderie at that club where that sort of back and forth. I, I mean, I'm sure that happens in practice for them all the time. And it's obviously just spilt over to a game and in the public eye, which is unfortunate. But, um, you know, I think those guys are comfortable with each other and they have, a, as I said, a strong enough culture and they've got those kind of personalities in that team, Haslam and, and Jimmy Butler and Spolster is a fiery character as well where they can have those heated kind of conversations and, and move on after a game. I'm sure they, they talked about it after the game and, and they're, they're back to you know who they are now and I think that'll make them better again. I think those guys are going to be incredibly tough to beat in the finals, but um, yeah, it was a little, it was a little uh, confronting and ugly to see on the sidelines. You never want to see that spill over. No, oh, it was actually. I mean, yeah, there's, you can look at it like that. I thought it was quite entertaining. It was, it was good to spend an afternoon on Twitter looking at the fallout. Uh, very quickly, Tom, yes or no? Spurs Lakers sit at thirty-one and forty-four apiece in ten and eleven seeds. Mm. Do the Lakers make the play-in tournament? No, I think the Spurs have got a much better what? run home. So, unfortunately, I think this might be it for the Lakers. We'll see. Oh, what a call. Hey, Tom, we love catching Never count LeBron out, right? No, never. Never. <laughs> or Tom Abercrombie, that's what they say. Those two, that's, that's, I think that's how the saying goes. <laughs> awesome to catch up again, mate. We'll see you home shortly. Good work, Tom.
Wicked. Thanks, guys. There you go. I absolutely love catching up with Tom. Take your love of the game to the next level at home, school, community courts, courtkings.co.nz. For Court Kings, for us, how cool is it to be able to be attached to a guy like Tom Abercrombie who seems to have more perspective than I think... I'll give him some credit. You know what I mean? Like he, as he said, I've had plenty of time to think about this. Um, on just the way that he he acknowledged the systems around him when he's not on the court, and the big, you know, like you just said about James Maloney talking to Simon Mannering, how he could switch off during the week and be the fool at training, and then come into a game and play the game. And um, I think I think what Tom was alluding to is that how important it is away from the game to perform good. Mm-hmm. You know that you've got your system and your structures around that. So I, I really, you know, I think it's be remiss of anyone. Um, over this COVID period, especially in the Warriors, the Breakers, the Phoenix, not to take away a learning from this um, time and how to bring that home and transfer that into a couple of percentage um, percentage of of an ability to win games on the back of it. So, um, yeah, awesome, awesome quarter, Tom. Beautiful stuff. Seven away from nine this morning, again for Court Kings. Uh, what a star ambassador Tom is. We love having him on the show every single week. Uh, Ricardo, he's coming up after nine. He's going to tell us what he's got after this. Life's busy. Take this deck. There's heaps to do on it. Like, um, polishing off this wine. That's tough. Life's pretty good with a Trex deck. Composite decking with no hard maintenance. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.